Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there. Hello there. Hello, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm also glad to be here. I have to say it's been a somewhat of a rough week. The football gods have tried their best to Oof. make it a real miserable one. There yes. was some relief, eventually, for me. I'm an Arsenal fan, dear listener. But yes, my love for the beautiful game has been brought into... Severe question on numerous occasions yes. during the course of the week. Some unspeakable things have happened. Yeah. And some even more unspeakable things may still be on the horizon. Oof. So I'm quite concerned. I'm rather on edge about it all. I mean, at the end of the Champions League final, neither of us come out as a winner. No, exactly. But there is definitely a lesser of two evils, as far as I'm concerned, with, with, with the outcomes that, okay, are, that yeah. are possible. I, I really do feel that. And then, of course... Although Arsenal did make it to the Europa League final. Yes. Not quite as glamorous as the other competition that has been happening. We then discovered, well we don't discover, we knew all along that it was in somewhere called Baku in Azerbaijan. Oh. I don't know if you knew this. Further away from London than Riyadh, <laughs> Damascus in Syria, Baghdad in Iraq. The only way to get there, unless you leave the week before for a direct flight is to stop off in Dubai or somewhere first. <laughs> this is a European football match. Oh, my God. It's really bizarre. The uh, One of the Formula One races is there, the last week's Formula One race, or two weeks ago now, as we're recording this, as it airs, in fact, right. uh, was at Baku. And it's it's I, kind of a joke because it's like, everyone says, they, they put big signs out saying, well done, Baku. I, I, it's, it's I The only thing I kind of find funny about it is, the reaction of everyone has been very much the same. Like, why are we going to Baku? Azerbaijan's not really in Europe, is it? Not really. And it just keeps making me think of that line in Star Wars where Finn goes, why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? <laughs> <laughs> I just change it to Baku and it yeah. works. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely does. But it's basically the same word. I've been looking at how long it takes to get there. Yeah. And one of the... The direct flights are obviously way more expensive. They're yes. obscene. It's like a grand. Yes. If you have a couple of connections, though, you can get it down to a mere five or six hundred. Oh, bargain. But one of those options takes 26 and a half hours. I'm flying to Peru for 600 quid. To put that into context, right, in 26 hours, you could queue for Avatar probably twice. <laughs> I mean, you'll be struggling. But. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't ride it twice. No. You'd queue once, yeah. ride once, start queuing a second time, but you probably wouldn't actually yeah. get on it. Then you'd make it to Baku. Yeah. And then ride Avatar. Indeed, indeed. Oh, speaking of Avatar, Josh, yes. as of recording now, just days away. Just days away. Days away. Ooh. Now, we don't, you know, we try and maintain an air of illusion around the recording of this podcast however yeah we'll just go out and say it you will be in florida at the time that next week's podcast hits the airwaves yes just to um put into context how close this trip is now you must be getting pretty hyped you've you've started packing we've got a group chat uh, oh have you yeah florida florida whatsapp it's called um i've put a picture on there and it's uh the picture is uh it says one of them says that knee pointing to a knee Right, and then on the other knee it says Disney. <laughs> Great, yeah. Great. That is the that is the excellent content that I yes. and everyone else uh, am uh, here for. Pictures of short queue times have been going up. Uh-huh. Uh, weather pictures, yeah. Thirty degrees on average. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. It, it seems like I don't know. I mean, we're not really going to talk about it in any detail here today. Packing's in um, full swing. Packing is in full swing. Yes. Um, what I was going to say is that we've mentioned, we've teased a couple of times, the timing of your trip could either be quite fortunate or quite fortunate, fortunate. quite fortunate, or quite or very fortunate, un- not. Or, very, or fortunate not, <laughs> because you, you're coming up right on the opening of the Hagrid roller coaster. Yes. So um, they they revealed the Hagrid animatronic yeah. the other day, which looks amazing. It does. I showed my mum a picture of it. I was like, mum. We need to go back. Look, as uh, look at this Hagrid. <laughs> We've got to go back. And she's like, "It's just a picture of of the movie." Yeah. It's like, no, it's the it's the thing. It's, it's the, the it's the ride. It's Robbie Coltrane. It looks amazing. Although, if you see it from the back, it's actually Martin Bayfield. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you might get lucky with the soft opening because oh, it seems I like everything's so. in place. Yes. They're testing the yeah. the entrance is done. There's a lovely little stained glass 
yeah decal above the the ride entrance it looks great so i'm very, I'm very excited to finally see today cafe's obviously in soft opening That's yes a bit different everything's but... going on at universal yeah. there's some Ooh. stuff to look forward to I and mean, as we as we know we've done a couple of trip reports from my recent trip to florida we're waiting for you to get back to do the parks that we will have both ended up doing yeah and uh, there was new stuff when i was there and you're going less than three months later and there's even newer stuff. Even newer stuff. So it's all going on. All, it's going, all on. going on. But yes, that's not really on the agenda too much this week. We do have a bit of Universal news coming a little bit later about a certain uh, Mario Kart ride. Wahoo! Uh, Wahoo! Oh. Um, but we're going to start with some Disney action. Yes. Specifically regarding their Marvel plans. Yeah. Actually, I think this is the first time we've sat down together, Josh, since... The Avengers came out. Endgame. Yes. What were your thoughts? I, I liked it. I did mm. like it. I yeah. think it's liked by the majority more than I liked it. Right. But I still thought it was very good. Mm. I, I very much enjoyed it. It made me want to go and do an MCU rewatch. Because... Yeah, it's not a bad show. Because all the little... as my, I think like the, the very obvious story moments that, that call back to those previous films and everything that's happened... Were great, but I also really liked just the little nods that maybe aren't immediately obvious. And I got them because I'm a nerd, but yeah. it also just made me wonder whether there were loads more that I didn't pick up on that yes. were even more obscure. And it made me want to go back. And people have been pointing out loads of lines from previous films and how they uh, sort of betray what happens in Endgame, like. Oh, Captain America. Oh, well, we won't go into it too much because spoilers. Yes. Uh, the film is still making a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, it's only been out for two weeks. Still seeing it, so we won't go into detail. But man, I, I, I was, I was impressed by that. So, by and large, I think Disney seems to be handling Marvel from a movie perspective pretty well. However, Josh, um, not to uh, sort of betray my thoughts on this before we get into it, but I am a little bit perturbed by what appear perturbed. to be. Uh, the plans that they have for their Marvel stuff in California and in Paris. Yeah. Ironically enough, I think that the most impressive Marvel or most exciting Marvel attraction that they've got on the books right now is actually in Florida, where they have severe limitations about what they can use because yeah. of that deal with Universal. Yeah. Um, but actually, that Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, from what we can see of the construction photos, and what we've heard about what kind of ride it is, I think that's got. I'm very excited it's to see. It's going to be the biggest indoor roller coaster, yeah. in, at least in America. Yeah, there was a picture that came out a few weeks ago um, of what looked like uh, one of the banks on the track. Yes, and uh, it was extraordinarily high, and um, that was going to that looked because of the rate at which they were building the exterior. Um, that part of track is probably not visible anymore. No. So it's probably one of the final pictures yes. of the track. You didn't go to Epcot, did you? No, not so, this year, yeah. but. I'll get a glimpse of it when I'm I'm really excited for that, but we have spoken uh, a little bit in previous episodes about the other Marvel stuff that's going on. They've just opened that Ant-Man ride, which is a, a reskin of the Buzz Lightyear thing. In, yep. Is that Shanghai? or? Yes. I think it is. It might be Hong Kong. It might be Hong Kong, actually. It's definitely not a Japanese it's park, Hong Kong. but I think it's Hong Kong or Shanghai. Yeah. Hong Kong makes sense. And now they have started to talk a little bit more about... Of some, there's some of it is leaked. Some of it, I think, is kind of concept art about what's coming to Paris and California. Yes, where they're pushing the boat out a little bit more on paper, as, as in they're retheming parts of the actual parks. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems uh, like there's uh, some potentially some cost cutting going on. Yeah. What, what what do you sort of make of what we've got in front of us here? Well, obviously, there's, there are big changes coming to Paris. Yes. Star Wars is coming into play there at some point. And this is the uh, studios park, yes. to be clear, not the land yes. park. Yeah. Um, but also, obviously, this this is replacing rock and roller coaster Avec, Aerosmith. Yes. Um, and they Armageddon. cut out the middleman that was Jonas Brothers. Yes. And have gone straight from Aerosmith to Marvel. They're obviously, yeah, they're replacing the Armageddon special effects thing yeah. that was shut when we went. Yes, uh, which was then, September of 2018, yeah. for context. I don't know how long that had been shut when we were there. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, and there's a restaurant there that is changing. Mm. They have severely changed yeah. the design of this place. Yeah. And we are... It has, you know, so WDW News Today 
especially I think I've seen it somewhere else said that you know it's because of budget cuts. Which is strange to me. I know Disney have certainly just committed a rather a lot of dollar to buying Fox. Yes. However, Avengers Endgame has already made $2.4 billion. Yes. Well, uh, I'm sure Disney could... will say that they make no profit on that somehow. Well, I mean, I, I don't get, I'm sure the marketing budget is hefty. Yeah. And uh, those actors don't come cheap either. No. But Disney are, are not afraid of splashing the cash and... I'm a little bit disappointed that they seem to be so willing or so unwilling to spend the money required to to really make this Marvel stuff at their you know bigger parks really yeah. as uh, impressive as it's it quite funny be. really because the film industry is well known for uh, creative accounting right where films never make a profit yeah um, and it's mainly so that people that have you know, actors that have had duff contracts written mm. won't ever see any good money. Mm. They don't have to pay as much tax, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But then they're perfectly, like, able to throw around Fox purchasing money. Yeah. It's quite funny, but obviously when it comes to the parks, Chapek has been well known for budget cutting. Right. I mean, just to... So, the the manifestation manifestation of this budget cut is apparently that the lands are going from what had been set up to be sort of New York themed. Yeah. Because of course, you know, when you think of real world cities and in the Marvel universe, New York is obviously going to come to mind because the Avengers are based there. Uh, Doctor Strange is based there. Spider-Man is based there. If they eventually bring in the Fantastic Four, they're based there. You know, New York is the obvious place for, uh, to, to base, um, Marvel storytelling really yes. on on Earth. However, what seems to be the case now is that they could be moving towards a rather more generic, sort of futuristic, high tech, shield looking buildings yeah. and constructs and stuff that just isn't. I don't think going to have nearly as much character. And you think as well about what we've spoken about before about a park like Hollywood Studios. I know this isn't coming to Hollywood Studios, but the fact that are some of these Disney parks going to lose a sense of their character if they just become... They start to move away from the original vision of them being like movie studios and movie sets yeah. and become more just like contained, very obvious worlds. Yes. I feel like setting it in New York, you could at least maintain some of that character and some of that original... Yeah, look and feel. Whereas this, I don't know. It just it lacks character to me, and I feel like even when you compare it to Marvel Superhero Island, uh, Islands of Adventure, again, they, you know that's not the most visually interesting land at that part no. by any means. I mean means. that is based on the comics, but at it? least yeah, you you can buy into the idea that you're walking around a big comic book world. Yeah. Whereas this just feels like you know you you take the superheroes away, what have you got? And it's well, just some like future look like Blade yeah, Runner I mean, buildings. So... And I know you could argue, well, if you take the superheroes away, all you've got is New York. But I don't know. I think New York has obviously a character and a, and a better sense of place than just these big silvery buildings. Yeah, I mean, so these plans, the New York style plans were never seen. This is the first time we've seen them. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Disney have never come out and said, oh yeah, we're, we're building New York. No, like when it was announced, it was announced as the... Shield base. Yes, so it's what so, since now emerged that it used to be the yeah. idea was New York. Aerosmith mm. uh, was going to be a Spider-Man ride, right? Um, which was going to have like New York-esque buildings in it, and you're going to see Spider-Man hanging around and yeah. the Green Goblin. So WDW what, News today has got uh, pictures of models, you know, scale models that they built. It looks awesome. I mean, they they basically, so far as reinventing an existing ride goes, based on these pictures, this looks like it could have been one of the most impressive. Like, like examples of that because yes. they basically built a little mini miniature version of New York around the track and it's have really got cool. what, are, what are presumably uh, animatronics or, or very advanced projections of Spider-Man and, and the Green Goblin as well to to liven things up. Now, you know, I think we've spoken about on our Disneyland trip report the great work they did on Hyperspace Mountain yes. to Star Warsify that ride. And um, that obviously was less about building physical objects. Yeah. But you didn't really need to because, you know, it's Star Wars, you're in space. Yeah. Whereas this, I don't know, 
the 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 talk now is that it's going to be Iron Man, right? Yes, instead of Spider Man, that, that is correct. Where you would imagine. I guess they could set it in space as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I guess you put ACDC as the backing tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than Aerosmith, yeah. which is kind of cool still. I guess so. Um, I guess so. I I just feel like, you know, we all like to think that we can come up with good ideas and a a, a theme park kind of kind of know our stuff when it comes to theme parks. But ultimately, I feel like if what they end up building is something that we can come up with in the space of 20 seconds on a podcast, it's probably going to be a little bit disappointing. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I never would have considered the idea of them building a miniature New York around the Rock and Roller Coaster track and putting Spider-Man in it. No. And now that I know that that was an idea, I think that sounds awesome. Whereas, oh yeah, they'll just whack some ACDC on it and paint the track red. Yeah, of course they could do that. And the fact that maybe that is what they do is kind of... If that's if that's all yeah, they do, that'll be kind of disappointing. I mean, yeah. playing playing ACDC will be cool, but yeah, sure. And have like Jarvis in the yeah. in the or was it Friday now? I guess it would be Friday. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Jarvis turned into Vision. Vision. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't know. It's um, it's a little bit uninspired. I think the yeah. vision for this Marvel stuff that they seem to be going for. The the thing that gets me is that I don't I think a New York mm. style will stay like it's more timeless as well timeless yes that's that's the word I was looking for mm. whereas a super modern you know shield base is going to age well it's just going to look like Tomorrowland yeah and I mean of. Tomorrowland aged and then they sort of overcharacterized it to make it be a bit more timeless but it yeah. still feels like it's aged yeah so. Yeah, so um, Epcot feels the same way. I feel yeah, definitely. the future world. So, do you think if they were able to build in Florida, do you think they would take this approach, or do you think they would be more ballsy about it, knowing that the competition is way fiercer there? They are arguably their sort of. I think they'd have state to. of the art parks are probably the Florida parks. I think they'd have to. I mean, certainly with uh, Wisdom World over at Universal, mm. it's definitely a battle between who at Orlando who can produce a better area yeah and do you think that do you think that the marvel stuff coming to the disney parks do you think that would encourage universal to upgrade their marvel land because i must admit i misunderstood a little bit the arrangement there i kind of thought that the deal they have would maybe disincentivize them to actually keep that part of the park updated whereas right. I think it might actually be kind of the opposite I well, feel like so the Disney contract, are kind of yeah. keen for it to still be pretty fresh well so that's the thing so Disney I think are want it not to be fresh right at Universal but that's because the contract says that if Universal stop looking after it they lose the contract right they lose the license to use it so Disney regularly send people round to go whoa <laughs> Yeah. Which means that Universal then have to... Someone's dropped a bottle over there. You've yeah. Clean that up. Clean that up. Yeah. That bin's too far away. <laughs> um, so, which is why they have to upgrade the Hulk. They yeah. have to, you know, keep upgrade it... Upgrade Spider-Man. But I wonder, nice. like, what, to what extent they can... I mean, if they wanted to, could they build a new ride? Is there anything stopping them from saying, we're going to build an Iron Man ride over there? Could they do that? I don't know. As far as I'm aware, they could do that. Because I must admit, and maybe we'll talk about this more... Um, when we do our Islands of Adventure trip report, I am con- consistently baffled about the big, the big, the big theater between Marvel Land and Toon Lagoon on the left. Yeah, so if you're leaving Marvel Land, you walk past this massive, well, stage area. Yes, it's, it's pretty huge. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what was in there before. I assume it was some sort of musical show. Or something. I think they use it regularly for like events, but right. But I feel like that. I walk past that every time and think, "What? Well, put something there? Why yeah. can't they? Why don't they put something there? That's why don't they put something there? A lot of space there. You could build a a really advanced indoor ride. You could build a big roller coaster. You could you could extend Marvel Land out that way and, and yeah. build another coaster right there. Could, I feel like there's potential to do something interesting. But yeah, I, I think. I, I'm a little disappointed by the approach Disney seems to be taking here, especially I know I know they've put out like, they must have put a lot of money into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because it looks so It does so look good. incredible. But 
I, I, I kind of want that to be the approach for Marvel. I, I... Yeah, it's one of them, you know, they always joke that obviously Universal puts all this money into Harry Wisdom World, Potter, yeah. but then like don't really care about Fast and Furious mm. or Jurassic Park as much. Yeah. You know, they're, they're putting that new ride into Jurassic Park, but it's not exactly themed. Certainly no, not really I, near I, no, Harry I wonder, Potter. I wonder when they announce when they announce that. It'll be interesting. Because yeah. the, the pictures, uh, they, they seem to be working at a decent rate of knots in terms of clearing that area yeah, out in front uh, of the Discovery Center. Stuff keeps getting moved. and mm. yeah. So I imagine they might have to say something eventually, or, you know, even if it's just an acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah. that don't know what you mean. Building a ride. Nothing going on here. Yeah. yeah, you can still go out the front of the Discovery Center. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, no, there's, there's work going on. Nah. Nah, don't nah. believe it. Don't be ridiculous. But yeah, any sort of final thoughts on the on what's going on? I mean, I guess this... The other part of the um, the leaks and regarding Disney's Marvel plans are the Spider-Man ride. Yeah, Avec Spider-Man. So we, of course, talked about the we. potential roller coaster re-theme, but it, it would seem that the actual plan for Spider-Man is a brand new ride. And yes, we did. I think maybe talk about this before and how. It Look was how generic paper. that looks. It's quite a ballsy move because you think, well, the Spider-Man ride uh, at Universal is it's, really it's good. So good. It, state of the art when it arrived. Yeah. And it, they've kept it up to date, and it's really, really good. So still. good still. And it's at multiple parks as yeah. well. Is it in California? I don't know. No. I don't think it is. Is it? It's no. in Tokyo. Yeah. And it's in Florida. And yeah. I don't know if it's anywhere else. It's not in Singapore, but anyway, um, it's fantastic. So the idea of Disney making a Spider-Man ride, you're thinking, oh, well, okay, this is this has got to be really good because otherwise, not only, I mean, even if there was no other Spider-Man ride around, if it's not really good, you're going to be disappointed. But if it's not really good, and there's a really good Spider-Man ride at your main rival, yeah, that's a bad look. I I guess it's Paris, so they don't consider Universal a rival there. I guess so. But I guess no one's really a rival. No, exactly. In, no. in the very specific, you know, cinema themed theme parks. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are other theme parks in yeah, France, but some of them have better rides, for example, like mm. road, better roller coasters. Um, Asterix Park, Asterix, for example, has really good rides. Apparently. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like so here. There's more pictures um, from the outside of this Spider-Man ride. Yeah, these are sort of renderings of. Of what the the ride building could look like. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like um, generic house down the road. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit bland, uh, I suppose. Tower Terror in the background. Oh yeah, I guess that is what that is, isn't it? Yeah, and, and on the right here, it's just yeah. so this is where Armageddon was. Right. And it looks very. It looks lame, I have to say. Yeah. It, it, it it's hard to describe in any great detail because it's it's so bland looking. I mean. If you're here in the UK, log on to your local council website, look up some planning permission for some flats, and it will look not too dissimilar. Not too good, yeah. <laughs> so I think this is what the new cinema in Dartford's going to look like. <laughs> but I guess the... That's you know, the hotel behind it. <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover, Josh. Don't judge a comic book by its cover. Exactly, because it might be a really exciting ride yeah. inside. Oh, wait. Apparently, it's going to be like Midway Mania, which yeah, I like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Midway Mania is one of the best shooting gallery theme park The queue rides. is always ridiculously long. Yeah, but the idea of that being all they can muster for Spider-Man is yeah. a bit of a shame, yep. I would say. Yeah. I mean, it's impossible not to compare this to Universal. And yeah, I just feel like that is a one of the all-time great story-driven theme park rides. Yeah, brilliant! It's so good. And the idea of it being relegated to this kind of arcade shoot 'em up is probably, it's probably a bit of a, a bit of a shame, really. It's, it's so good. It's probably the best story-driven ride at Universal that I've been on. Yeah, it's it's that or Potter. I think it's that or Forbidden yeah. Journey. But the that's that doesn't even mean that doesn't even scream Spider Man to me. Like no, just just shooting dudes. I mean, if that's what it comes down to, shooting dudes like with webbing, obviously not actual guns yeah but so, it, so this is meant to be going into California Adventure as well right at, uh, the second Disney park in California and this is the uh, description of that uh, the former it's tough to be a bug theatre building is being repurposed for the new Spider-Man attraction where guests are given a web shooter of their own to use the ride appears to be mostly screen based 
like 3D in nature. Uh, so think Toy Story Midway Mania, but with guests shooting webs instead of darts, balls, and rings. The entrance to the building will be rerouted to the opposite side, so it can be accessed from the hub of the new land, because they're building a new Marvel land there. Right. Because so, obviously you've got the repurposed Tower Terrors, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yeah. So there's going to be a new Marvel hub there. Mm. Uh, the he- central hub is a large Avengers symbol in the ground that is surrounded by all of the land's offerings. Think of this as the Avengers California campus. I mean, I suppose the idea of getting an actual web shooter that you can put on is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You have to do the Spider-Man web shooter pose to activate yeah, that'd it. that'd be cool. If it's just a little gun, that's lame. Yeah. But if, if everyone gets a web shooter, that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty cool. And, you, yeah. know, you drop them off in the bin. You think of them, you pick up those and the glasses. Yes. The idea that they're not attached to the ride. Yeah. That's That could be something to distinguish it. And then I guess it just it just depends. Well, what are you shooting? I suppose it's a question there. Oh, bad guys, bad guys. I suppose, yeah. But it's going to be. This is, I assuming it's going to be like Midway Mania, where you are in sort of rounds. I guess. Yeah. You stop at a screen, you fire some stuff. Go to another screen, fire some stuff. Mm. Um, I don't really understand. It's going to be like a. I want to know what the Spider-Man is. training. Camp. Yeah, I want to know what the context is for this. Have yeah. we just turned up at Shield to do some training with Spider-Man? Yeah, that would be stupid. I think that that's the story that makes sense to me. That that makes based sense. on the theming. And yeah, the style of ride. But I want based on that, every ride is going to be like that. Every ride is going to be one of the superheroes has taken in some guests to train them up yeah. in Shield. None of them are actually going to be. We're actually going out. Yeah. Going out, out. Uh, other than to do some superhero work. Other than Terror Terror at California. Mm. I guess the, the trackless system, it's using the trackless system as most Disney rides do these days mm. that are this sort of thing. Which is kind of a cool setup. They have a specific differently abled section for yeah. loading and unloading. So it means that the normal uh, process won't be slowed down by people that are slower to get in and out of the carriages. Oh, okay. Which is quite cool. Yeah. So that like peels off, goes into its own section so people can take their time I'm sure there's lots of impressive technology behind it I think it's just the the setup you know the pitch is a little bit uninspiring to me I, I would have liked to have seen them think outside the box a little bit more on on the Marvel stuff yeah because of what a big deal it is yeah I mean it's such a big IP it's like their biggest IP probably yeah I mean the idea because when well, when Universal built their Marvel land Marvel was you know, Marvel people liked Marvel a lot, but it was nowhere near as big as it no, is today. And it was mainly comic books that yeah, people had and, sort of and the cartoons and, and that kind of thing. Fond memories of from their childhood rather than Yeah, exactly. The Whereas, films were okay for yeah. the most part. Well I don't there weren't really that many films about even back then. No. I mean I guess you not. think of the Spider Man movies and the X Men movies, they were all into the two thousands. Yeah. So at the time Islands of Adventure opened it would have just what, been ninety eight, sort of, wasn't it? Yeah, like comics yeah. and cartoons really. So, yeah, I don't know. The idea that Marvel is now, you know, this huge, huge, huge property and um, and, and, and the theme park stuff seems a little uninspiring. It's no offence to Star Wars, mm. but Marvel is bigger than Star Wars now. Yeah, in term, purely in terms of box office receipts, yeah. Right, it's just ridiculous. I, I guess the one thing that Star Wars will potentially always have over Marvel, at least in the movie Episode space four. right now, is that iconic locations. Yes. You know, you can... Are, well, are they? What, in Star Wars? In the new Star Wars. Oh, in the new Star Wars? No, not really, because they're just sort of... Yeah. We're, we're basically doing the same locations as the old movies. We're just giving them a different name. Yeah. We're going to Baku. Yeah. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Jack- <laughs> yeah. Why does everyone want to go to Baku? But yeah, like the, the idea of building a theme park land around Star Wars maybe gets the creative juices flowing a little bit more for the guys that work at Disney. Then, yeah. then okay, what's what's a Marvel land look like? And and I think that's why you 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 have to the, the coolest looking New York or Wakanda land in the new Star Wars films. I think is the military base in Rogue One. Like mm. in terms of like look of it, right? In the new what one. about Darth Vader's. In the my, new one, what about Darth Vader's? My definitely not evil lair. That's lair. true. That's pretty. Cr- that's pretty cool. I I just respected how <laughs> how sort of blatantly. Where's Darth Vader probably hang out? Ah, uh, you know, big black castle surrounded by lava. Yeah, it's a bit 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 on the nose. Yeah, it's just a little Shrek. bit. Yeah, so Princess, he's got Princess Fiona up in one of those towers, <laughs> guarded by a dragon. He but is the dragon. He oh, yes, he is the dragon. Actually, yeah, you're you're not wrong. 
So we we will wait and see because Disney haven't actually announced a great deal no. um, of official information about their Marvel plans. But I guess, it, you know, what you don't know can't hurt you. And Disney probably would have been very keen for all this stuff about what they had been planning not to ever see the light of day. And yeah. if we had never known that the Spider-Man roller coaster was an idea, we wouldn't have anything to be disappointed by no, on that front. Exactly. Just now knowing that that was once stewing. Yeah. I blame the people that leaked this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Stop leaking stuff and then we don't know. We don't get disappointed. Exactly. Anyway, let's move on. We're going to stick with Disney, but we're going to get out of uh, uh, Paris and California. We're going to head on over to the uh, comfort zone of Orlando, uh, specifically Hollywood Studios and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Ride. Now, we've just uh, mentioned how much we dislike Leap, Um, so we're going to talk about some more. (laughs) Of them. Um, Disappointing leaks. Yes, exactly. So two things have come out of uh, these leaks, I think. We've got the entire layout of the ride. Yeah. (laughs) And also, is it a leak that it's been delayed to 2020 or is that an official line? Uh, That's an official line. That's an official line. Oh, right. Well, I I think they're trying to play it off like it was never delayed. It was just, that was the release date. Well, I think it was due for 2019. Yeah, I don't think it was was rumoured to have been delayed and now I don't, now I guess I don't know if official. it was officially announced for 2019 or that's when it was scheduled for I want to say it was but yeah, I can't it's, it, it's hard to remember <laughs> I, what I would say is that because Galaxy's Edge is now a staggered opening there's less need for something else to open later in the year because in Florida you've got Galaxy's Edge itself opening in August presumably the showpiece ride opening in November December so that's kind of the the year covered for them. The two big exciting openings. So Mickey and Minnie is spring twenty twenty, for example. I think that's fine. Yeah, I'm not that fussed about that. Uh, I so, thought they might want to get it open before to you know to take up some of the people that aren't in Star Wars. Yeah, that's a fair shout. You, you maybe yeah, to, just to occupy. Yeah, everyone that's there, you know, and try and funnel people out of. Because that was the thing about a great movie ride is you could fit a lot of people on that ride. That's very true. That's very true, and it had one of the best queue areas because you had know, the props and the costumes and the old the, posters, the old posters. And the, 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 the the massive screens showing famous scenes. That was movies. a really cool queue that you went. That was down. a cool queue. That was a good ride. Yeah, was a good ride. I found on YouTube the other day. It, was, the, it got worse and worse over the years, like where people, like the crew, the cast and crew, kind of cared less and less about it. But. Yeah, I suppose. Harrison Ford's uh, the Harrison Ford waxworks <laughs> shocking wig yeah. was um, something that fueled my nightmares for many years. I found on YouTube the other day the end video, the oh, montage, the last one. Yeah, it's good, still good. I mean, it's pretty badly edited to be honest. It's just like scenes cut together from a load of different films. The music comes in at kind of weird moments. Oh, like, really? I really do feel like some random person on YouTube could make a much better one, <laughs> but I guess the nostalgia. Just Impact overweighs it, yeah. Kind of helps. Anyway, so yes, the entire layout of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure has leaked. Oof. What have we got here, Josh? This is on OrlandoParkStop.com that we're looking at these. Yep. That we're looking at these leaks. It seems like the plans that are pictured here are from a little while ago. So you know, obviously the ride's been in the plane for a long time. If it's yep. not a million miles away from opening, yeah. And what we've got here are it's basically a map, really, of the areas and the, the different scenes. I think they call it a blueprint. A blueprint. Even though it's not just blue, it's not, it's also some red and yellow on yeah. there. So it's a red, yellow, and blue print print on an overall white sheet. Yes. Anyway, so I don't know if you could quickly sum up what kind of ride this is. Yeah. So this is going to be uh, screen based. <laughs> There are some screens, there are some physical props in there as well, I believe. Is there an animatronic Mickey? Probably not. Probably not. Mm. So this is, there is like a train. Yeah. It runs away. Okay. Goofy is driving the train. Uh, Yes, it's driven by Goofy. Yeah, and so in the first scene, the front of the train gets lost. He like disconnects and goes a separate way or whatever. I guess he goes into the screens. Yeah. And then the carriages are just on their own without a engine, I guess you could say. Right. And then there are sections where the carriages split apart from oh, the train. And 
Oh, and it becomes like a trackless thing. Yeah, it's a trackless thing. Oh, that sounds cool, actually. Yeah. So you're not just stuck on a on a train the whole time. No, yeah. Oh, neat. And it's meant to be like you're going into the cartoon. Is it like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, so you go into a tunnel. Right. When you come out the other side of the tunnel, you're in the cartoon. That sounds cool. Yeah. Cool. All um, right, well, let's break down these scenes then. So I guess we can, we can sort of whittle through them pretty fast here and... I don't know if these names give enough away about what we might expect. I, from I mean, scene. I can explain. I've, I've read a little bit about a few of these, so I can oh, neat. explain you, wait, some Wait, you've of them. done some reading? I know. Oh, God, you've exposed my total lack of preparation. Oh, I was quite, I'm quite excited I about this ride. I just turn up and so. wing it every week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite excited about this ride, too. So oh, cool. So. All right. Well, I'll hand it over to you then, Josh. Sure. See, so obviously, you have, you have the pre-show. Uh-huh. It's always a pre-show. Always a pre-show. Always a gift shop. Actually, I'm not sure if there's, but oh, surely there's a gift shop. Then you load in, and then you sort of there's a parking area. Then you go into the tunnel. That's where Goofy splits from you. That's where you go into the cartoon. Right. Then you go through a stampede, like the Lion King. I don't know. I guess it's going to be like cows or things like that. Right. Um, cattle of some nature. <laughs> cattle of some nature. And then there's like a carnival scene, which I'm seeing kind of like the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Okay. I don't know if you remember that scene. No. Where he's... Uh, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke has got an invention where he pedals his bicycle and it cuts people's hair. And Barbara Windsor's there and he cuts the geezer's head and like takes all his hair off. And I don't the, remember The this guy's at all. chasing him through the, the carnival. I don't remember and this at he, all. I need to rewatch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And then he gets um, a bit of bamboo and he starts singing a song about his old bamboo. Classic. <laughs> Uh, it's like my, one of my favourites. <laughs> I love Chitty Chip, anyway. So there's that, and then you go into the Twister scene, and I believe in the well, Twister... Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton's there. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in the Twister scene is where the carriages split apart. Okay. Get torn apart by the Twister. Right. And the, you know, ferocious nature. There's a cow that, you know, flies past. Hits the train. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Then there's like a, like a tropical rainfall-type area... Right. Then there's Over the Falls, and then Over the Falls, it's kind of like, uh, do you remember the Ratatouille ride? Yeah, in Paris. Where, because obviously you're in like three uh, carriages together, and then you split, and there's a section where it's just you looking at a screen, just your carriage looking at a screen. Um, yeah. It's that, as you're that... running through the tunnels in the wall. Okay. Um, so it's going to be like that, but all three carriages are going to separately go down a waterfall. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder how they create that sensation. Do you think the, re- the vehicles can tilt, do you think? I'm trying to. Re- I'd imagine so. Yeah, because they can on um, March of the Penguin at SeaWorld. That's all trackless, but there's a point where you stop and yep. look at a screen of a penguin yeah. running away or swimming away from a seal, and the uh, the vehicle kind of. Well, I guess Spider-Man goes and- up and down a little bit for the yeah, for the drop scene on yeah, that. Yeah, of course, of course. No, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so maybe it's something like that. Is this 3D? This ride. Uh, I'm not sure on the 3D nature of it. Ratatouille was, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Then you've got a couple of scenes that I'm not sure about. There's like a dance studio detour. Okay. There's a big city snarl, which maybe there's like cars and stuff in there. Maybe. Um, I'd imagine you'll be seeing Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and various other characters from the classic Disney characters. Donald. Donald. Daisy. Daisy. Goofy's probably like on his train engine somewhere. Who do you think the villain is? Is there a villain? I don't think there's necessarily a villain. I think just the environment is the The enemy. The environment is the true villain. Yeah. That's why I'm all for climate change, Josh. We've (laughs) got to put a stop to this environment. Yes. Turn back alley. Who knows? Who knows? Factory frenzy. Going for a factory, obviously. And I guess in the factory frenzy, at the end of the factory frenzy, carriages come back together. Goofy comes back to you. Oh, thank goodness. And you all meet up for a picnic in the park. That's that's lovely. That is lovely. Truly lovely. Uh, And then you uh, unload. Great. Yeah. Well, I must say, I really like the visual style of this ride. It's really cool. the uh, images that Disney have put out, the concept art. I recently came across the cartoon that is kind of the inspiration for the look of the characters now. Yeah. Because I, as far as I can tell, almost every episode of the cartoon is out, is on YouTube. Yeah. On the like official Disney yeah. YouTube, you can just watch them. Some of them are real trippy. Yeah. Uh, I watched um, one set in Mexico and they're having a party with the piñatas. Of course. And the piñatas turn on the characters because they're fed up and getting beaten up. Well, yeah, the oppressed piñatas. And the oppressed piñatas rise up against Mickey and eventually Mickey and, and Powers are, are able to fight back. <laughs> and the ride basically ends with a piñata massacre. Oh, Mickey God. and everyone 
literally just killing the pinatas. Zombie like land. And the ride and the, 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 the film ends and there's just these dead pinatas scattered across this battlefield basically Christ. with sweets coming out. It's like blood down Mickey's face. And then and, just... and it ends with them eating the pinatas. So the Deep breathing and car- it's caramel down Mickey's face. You know, you you He's just you it's very easy to, to make that whole scenario quite dark. Is it like the end of uh, Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mickey like pulls Goofy in and goes, Earn it! <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's weird. If you've not watched any of it, I recommend. I am really concerned. Like, Goofy's, like, seems to be like a bum. A who? Um, well, he's a pretty dumb guy, isn't he? Yeah, but he, he's, he's like, goofy. literally dressed like a bum. Like a, like a, Poor person, like a homeless man. Oh right, which I find a bit disconcerting. Like, right, yeah. Goofy, Goofy was. Is this is this in like an uh, is this a metaphor for low paid thing park well, employees? Maybe. Mm. But I always felt like Goofy was he was a he was a hard worker. He mm. tried. Well, him. yes, and he's a good dad, as yeah. we know from the Goofy movie. Exactly, but now he's just a homeless man. He's had a few too many uh, white lightnings. <laughs> Or, Can't uh, control his train. He's been to Galaxy's Edge. He's had a few Jedi mind tricks <laughs> and then start, tried to drive a train straight afterwards. There's a bad move on yeah. Goofy's part. He needs to be more responsible in front of all the kids. No, it, I must say, you've yeah. taken me through it there. I, I'm pretty excited to ride this now. But there is uh, a, There's one story based about 2020, eh? flowers. It's got flowers in the name of the title. I can't remember which exactly which episode exactly it's called of the show of the show, and that is what this is loosely based on. Yeah, but I think it looks cool. It's a shame that it's been delayed. Yeah, it is actually, but I'm excited to to see. It will certainly it be there like. for the 50th anniversary of Disney World. Yeah, and I like the logo here that we're looking at. There's some nice typography going on there. Yeah, something that has proved controversial that we'll just quickly touch on is that Hollywood Studios itself oh. has a new logo. Oof. And it's not really a logo. It's Super ty- generic. Someone, someone's just typed Hollywood Studios in, in some black font yeah. on Word yep. and put, what, BB-8, Woody, and somebody else and in each of the O's. And, class- and this and new classic, style oh, Mickey. And classic Mickey, right. The new so, style mini. New style classic mini. So ne- neo-classical Mickey. Neo-classical Mickey. Yep. You know where else neo-classical Mickey's going to be? No. On one of these gondolas. Oh. Disney are building a new transportation system. We've spoken about this yes. before as well. The news this the Skyliner. week. Skyliner. Indeed. The news this week is that they've um, finished decorating all of them. It's a shame Disney didn't buy Sky. Oh, yeah. Sky. Could have been the, branded. The Beast Sky B-Liner. The Beast Sky B-Liner. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Absolutely could have got that deal done. That would have been great. Get like no. a Thierry Henry on one of them. Yeah, like like Thierry Henry basically recreates those Renault ads. Yeah, but he's in the Disney Skyliner. There's a, but I feel like they should be moving at that point, and you get mm. like the gifts of Thierry Henry, like the one where he grabs uh, Carragher by the leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the I mean, Carragher just looks at you, dropping like, some oh. seriously niche references here. Yeah, um, but yes, the kind of interesting or cool tech, I guess, about these, as other than the passive aircon. Mm. As we know, is that well, I have passive aircon in this room. They're one-way windows, so you can't see into them. You can only see out of them. Yes, but on, from the outside, it just is. They're painted to look like there are characters in the uh, yeah in in each gondola rather than guests. And um, they've shown off all the different designs, and I'm really happy with how broad they've gone oh, in terms broad. of the characters yeah. that there are. So how many of these are there? Like 40-odd? Yeah, it's quite a lot. So we're just going to scroll through them here. We've got Peter Pan. We've got Finding Nemo. Nemo. We've got Pluto. And that's classic Mickey um, and Minnie on the side of that yeah. one. Yeah, we've got... There's loads of... To- the Toy, Toy Story, Story gang, of course. The, the Zootopia Topia. gang. The Monsters, Inc. gang. Uh, the Star, Star Wars. Wars. Chewbacca and C-3PO. We've got Stitch. We've got Donald and Daisy with Huey, Dewey and Louie. We've got Pete. So you can ride with Pete and Goofy, yeah. which is interesting because Pete's, cool. Pete's a bad dude. Uh, the Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Bunch. Fantastic. The Coco, Coco family. Guardians. The Guardians of the Galaxy. The Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Wally. Wreck-It Ralph. The Seven Dwarves uh, with Snow White. Pirates of the Caribbean. More Guardians, is that? Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. Mary Poppins. <laughs> and uh, Star-Lord. Uh, Haunted Mansion guys. Ratatouille, uh, Ratatouille. Uh, more, more mansion, more mansion. Uh, who's that? Moana. Moana, Frozen. You're welcome. More Star Wars, more mm. Mickey Mini. Yeah. yeah, they look cool. I really like them. Yeah, I, I, I think they look great. Yeah, 
absolutely i'm i'm very i'm very excited to see them in person i think they look really fantastic so bb8 i've um, done a, i've done a great job of those i'm very interested to see what's the route on those i mean you can feasibly get them between is it epcot and hollywood studios and other than that yeah it's just you, if you're you a hotel guest route. yeah you wouldn't because there's a quicker that you could walk quicker because mm. the route is not direct by the gondola but they're mainly to service the hotels yeah i guess but and from a lot of the hotels it'll be quicker to get that than on the buses sure um, and they're better for the environment than the buses. And for everyone else, they just look cool. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just looking at gondolas is just quite interesting to me. I, li- I like the <laughs> idea of gondolas in the sky. It's kind of okay. cool. It's like a... Just a different mode of transport. No one likes buses. No, that's fair. Yeah. you like trams, what do you think of trams? Trams can be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, like monorails. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. It would be really cool if they could have done another monorail, but monorails are really expensive. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. That's that then. Yes. I think that will do it for this week, in fact. Have fun in Florida. Thank you very much. It's going to be very exciting, I'm sure. Oh, wait, Josh. Yep. Wait, there's more? There is more. There's more? Yeah. Josh, I totally forgot. There is non-Disney news. You have caught me off guard there. We do have a new universal patent. Yeah. Which people have suggested is one of or both the Mario Kart ride. Yeah. Or, somewhat unlikely, I would say. Yes. Well, certainly out of left field, an update for the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> be bizarre. So, this is basically a t- uh, technology that will make it look as though your ride vehicle is going through a tunnel at speed. Yes. And, um, like, going around corners, when even though you slow down yeah. when you go around a corner... Make it seem you're you're going the same speed as you were. Yeah. So even faster, King maybe. Kong kind of has a version of this already. Right. In that the whole or the, a, a large part of the ride, you kind of are in a big tunnel that is completely surrounded by by screens. Right. So you can look out left and right of yeah. the truck and see different stuff going on. You're meant to be obviously in the mid- middle of Skull Island, and you can look left and see a couple of. T-Rexes and look right and there's King Kong arriving and they yeah. sort of climber over the top of the truck and that kind of stuff. On the Fast and Furious it's um, it's similar to that but done with more corners cut and less money spent on yes. it I would imagine and there are very obvious um, moments where you leave one scene drive around a corner and just stop up next to another screen basically right, yeah. and I would imagine that this new technology is partly designed to remove that as an issue yes. and make it so that the transitions are Smoother, to the, to the yeah. naked eye basically not happening. Yeah. There are no transitions. It looks cooler. Yeah. So I, I mean, can see... Because the original version of that is at Hollywood uh, yeah. and he's part of the tram tour. Right. So... I mean, I can see why people would think that this could make for a good upgrade to Fast and the Furious. Which, by the way, I've been making my way through. When I did the ride the other month, I'd never seen a Fast and Furious film in my life. So I'm very keen to make sure I understand the rich lore for the next time. I mean, the main takeaway from the ride was that I thought I was... I basically sat there thinking, why are we helping Vin Diesel here? He seems like a criminal. But he keeps telling me that they're a family, and now I'm in the family. Yeah, you're part of the family. We're all... Yeah, family, Josh, it's important. And by the time I came out, I was like, yeah, I guess, fine. Yeah. And And, uh, now I'm watching the films. You can go to barbecues with Vin Diesel now, that's... Now I'm watching the films, I'm like, yeah, he's family. I keep saying family a lot. Family. Family is important. So we're justifying terrible crimes. Yes. We're a family. Yes. So I guess pe- that people makes really it, buy into that. I guess that makes it okay. The lot, everyone buys into that. That's why everyone felt so bad about you know got so emotional by the Paul Walker scene at the end of Fast Seven. Yeah, I must I must say I've largely enjoyed the series. However, it has taken me now. I've still not finished it. Um, four separate uh, viewings. Uh, slowly making my way through Fast 8, oh. which I'm really oh, you, struggling you with. You mean for 8 of the Furious? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really struggling with that one. Uh, I've got about half an hour left, I think. Have um, you, I, I really like the scene in that where Charlize Theron manages to hack every single car in, I think, New York. Yeah, that's And right. throw them out of buildings. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, even, you know, the cars that, don't have technology in them that would allow them to be hackable. It's a bad film, Tom. Well, that's what I'm finding out. Yeah. Slowly but surely. 
over the course of what will eventually now be five separate attempts to finish watching it. Yeah, yeah it's not very good. It's yeah, probably no. the weakest of them all, actually. Well, it's, uh, well yeah. it's down there with two for me. It's the weakest. And four. Yeah. Two and four. Two I just didn't like that much. Four took itself too seriously. And I can rewatch two. Right. Because I, cause I like how stupid it is. Fair enough. But I think four and eight are just bad. Four's a bit dull. Yeah, but, I think eight's but just eight, bad. But eight's just bad, and yeah. Anyway, yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're um, similar. Well, yes. Yeah, so yeah, this new technology, um, people have said, could be used to upgrade the Fast and Furious supercharged ride, um, but almost certainly is going to be used in the Mario Kart ride. It'll be really cool in the Mario Kart ride because obviously, as you drift around a corner, mm. you don't lose speed. Yeah. And also, you get a boost. You do. So it, skilled Mario Kart players do indeed get boosts yeah. coming out of uh, corners. So yeah, that that would make sense to me. And of course, this ride must be fairly way fairly, along yeah, in Tokyo, along, yeah. certainly because it's due open next well, it's year. It's not Tokyo, is it? It's, Sorry, yeah, Osaka, isn't it? Yeah, it's due to be open by the time of the Olympics, so it's not too far away. Yeah, and then of course it will come to the other parks as well. So, yeah, I think that, that sounds cool. I mean, the one, I mean, Universal have filed this pattern. I must say, uh, some time ago, uh, there was a ride system, wasn't there, that was pitched at a, like a theme park industry convention. Yeah. And everyone looked at that and thought, oh, that must be for Mario Kart. Yeah. And then it later emerged that perhaps Universal had maybe rejected that. And that's why it was being pitched at this convention because yes. they were looking for someone else to take it up. So maybe this is. Um, what they've gone for instead. Maybe yeah, maybe. Universal have come up with something themselves and, and it's pretty don't, cool. don't feel the need to get an external company to build the the uh, the sort of main system of the ride, so to speak. But we'll have to wait and see. I don't suppose we'll be hearing too much about Mario Kart in the super near future. But no. Early next year, I reckon. They'll I'd probably so, ramp yeah. up on yeah. exactly the nature of the Nintendo Land at, at Japan and then we can probably infer from that what it will be like elsewhere. Yeah. But yeah, that's going to do it. Josh, properly, properly I, this time. Yeah, properly do it this time. And Josh, once again, enjoy Florida. Thank you very much. Just because you're there doesn't mean that there won't be an episode next week. We do have a podcast to come next week. You'll be delighted to know that our Film Park film review series is continuing next week with, I believe, The Country Bears. Oh, that's a, that's a corker. Which is a real doozy. So that's to come next week. So do look forward to that. To make sure you don't miss it, subscribe on your preferred podcasting app of choice whether that's apple or spotify or something else you can also find every episode at parkrush.com you can email us podcast at pop sorry yeah podcast at parkrush.com yep and you can find us on instagram as well where we are at parkrush podcast uh, thank you very much for listening until next week have a good one goodbye goodbye goodbye